Welcome to our Deep Rooted Podcast, a weekly podcast featuring our latest live Bible study, as well as other encouraging messages and teachings from our hearts to yours. Faith is simply, it's just responding to God's promises. It's responding to it and saying, Lord, I accept your promises and I walk in them. I walk in those promises. And do you want to know why we're given these promises and how I know for sure that we are that it is God's will for us to have life abundantly? Because in in Second Corinthians first uh, one two one twenty, it says, "For all of the promises of God are yes and amen, all of them. It's not maybe later. It's not not right now. It's yes and amen." Now, those are all the, it's referring to the direct promises from the Lord, which is that we are healed by the blood of Jesus, that by his stripes we are healed, that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that give and it will be given to you, pressed down, shaken down, overflowing, all those things. Those are promises. Those are promises from the word. But we are also given promises that aren't in scripture, like we have a ministry that the Lord wants us to do. And we believe the Lord is going to use this ministry past our lifetime. So that's a promise that we aren't going to see, that we're not going to inherit, but that the generations beneath us are going to inherit. So there are certain promises that aren't in Scripture that the Lord gives to us that that will not come to pass in our life because we can't live that long. You know what I mean? But with, and that's, with Abraham, his promise was for his life. God said, you will have seed. And he said, at first, the natural was too real for him. But once God changed his name to Abraham, he realized that the Lord is faithful and that he became fully persuaded that the Lord was going to provide what he promised. So how do we become fully persuaded? How did Abraham come from Abram, who just believed in the Lord, to Abraham, who fully persu- was fully persuaded and believed what God said? Let's go to Romans chapter 10, just a couple of pages away. So Romans chapter 10, verse 4 says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. For Moses is describeth the 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 righteousness which is of the law that the man which does these things shall live by them so the law was righteous for its time for its time the righteousness of the law was was there but when jesus came he says that he ended it and the righteousness of faith is now in play Mm -hmm. so verse 6 says but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on the wise says not this in their heart, who shall ascend into heaven, or who shall descend into the deep? So you know what this is saying? The word of God is saying that we don't pray, Lord, come down and touch this land. Lord, come down and heal me. Lord, bring down your power. Lord, send your Holy Spirit. That's not what we pray anymore. That's not how we respond Mm -hmm. with faith. Did you know that the word of God can do the exact same job that Jesus did on the earth walking and talking, if not even more. Jesus said that we would be doing greater works than these. So the Word of God can do 
exactly what Jesus did and more. And that's because Christ completed the finished work on the cross. Mm -hmm. That everything was a done deal on the cross. Therefore, all things can be given to us that pertain to life and godliness. So, that's a radical thing to believe that the Word of God can do exactly what Jesus did on the earth. But at the same time, it's not. Because who was Jesus? Jesus was the walking, manifested Word of God in the natural. He was the Word of God. And the Word of God is now with us. We have the Word of God in our hearts. So we can do what Jesus did on this earth through the Word of God. Now, this is Paul telling us how not to pray. Mm-hmm. No, don't say, Lord, come down. Lord, help us. Lord, come. Lord, Lord. But what, it, what, it, what does it say? In verse 8, it says, What saith it? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The word of God should be coming out of our mouth for every circumstance we face. Mm -hmm. Everything we face, we should be speaking the word of God. Not words of doubt. Not words of insecurity. We said this last week with Peter. and and, uh, Or I I don't think we, we said this story actually. But when Jesus was on the boat with the disciples and he was sleeping and he and they woke him up and said, Lord, don't you care that we drown? And he woke up and he looked at the wind and the seas. Imagine if Jesus were to get on the stern of the boat and put his his foot on it and go, whoa, that's a pretty big wave that might that might take us. This next one might 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 take us down, boys. You know, what if he said that? What if he said what the natural was giving to him? I believe there wouldn't be the same story there was in that in that story. I believe that they would have drowned, that they would have been under the water because they acknowledged the natural over over faith. But what does Jesus say instead? He says, "Peace be still." Peace be still. Now, what was Jesus doing? Jesus was doing something that he that God had put in place from the very beginning of time. He did something that would were to establish faith, how faith works, how we get faith to 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 change our circumstances. What does it say we just read? The word is not near you even in your mouth. The word of faith confess with the mouth and believe in your heart. See, Abraham was not fully persuaded until the Lord, Abram wasn't fully persuaded, I'm sorry, until the Lord changed his name to Abraham. And what does Abraham mean? In Genesis 17, 15, it says, Neither shall thy name be any more called Abram, but Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made you. Now, that was 24 years from when the Lord called him to, to, to have that seed. That was in Genesis 12, where, it, where he said that first promise. Mm-hmm. In Genesis 16, this is where he, he has intercourse with Hagar. 
and this is where Ishmael is born. And you see that in that in that chapter, Sarah and Abraham both saw the natural, and they both saw they were too old. And because of that, Sarah said, "I can't bear you a son. My insides are dead." <laughs> and she says, "Go have this servant and 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 have a seed with her." And so he does that. You know what? Abraham and Sarah took matters into their own hands and didn't rely on grace. They didn't rely on the grace of God, the promise of God. They didn't accept it through faith. Mm-hmm. They didn't but truly they weren't fully persuaded. So when God changes his name to Abraham, he's calling him a father of many nations. What was God doing him? Doing there? He was giving him a name that was not naturally true. What did Jesus do in that storm? He spoke to it even though it wasn't naturally true. He said, "Peace, be still." He didn't say, "Wind and waves, be still." Mm-hmm. He said, "Peace." There was absolutely no peace. He was calling it what he wanted it to be even though the natural wasn't that. And that's what God did. when he named Abraham Abraham it's just it's exactly what Jesus is saying in Mark 11:23 where he says who who shall will say to this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but will believe that those things which he says shall come to pass he shall have whatever he says mm-hmm. there's Jesus ex- demonstrating that same exact principle now back to Romans 10 It says if you shall confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he raised him from the dead you shall be saved. And then it says for the heart man believes to righteousness and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. The words saved and salvation are both two different Greek words that have the same definition. And they are both defined and translated as healing or health or wholeness. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus says that if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and confess with your mouth you will be healed. You can be healed from your spiritual transgressions absolutely, but I also believe that that's not inclusive. I believe that's also including whole health and restoration in your body. I believe that the Lord wants us to be completely healed in our bodies. Absolutely. And confessing with our mouth believing in our heart that is the principle of faith mm-hmm. that is the word of faith confessing the word of god confessing the truth confessing the promises that god has given unto us abraham had absolutely zero seed until god changed his name to abraham abraham mm-hmm. from abram no seed to abraham thousands of seed you see god forced abraham to speak the word of god every time he would introduce himself every time abraham had the chance to meet someone and say hi my name is abraham he was confessing the word of god every single time romans 4:17 says that he believed god even god who quickened the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were So whenever Abraham said my name is Abraham, he was calling those things which be not as though they were. Every single time, Jesus with the sea, 
he called things that were not as though they were. Every single time Jesus did something, he did it. And do you want to know why that happens? Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hearing is a continual action. We don't, it doesn't, doesn't say faith comes by once hearing. Faith doesn't come by heard the word of God. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Just like you're hearing me speak right now, that is the same principle of hearing the word of God. We need to be continually hearing. That's one of the reasons why we started doing our daily word and our podcast and everything so we can start giving people the word of God as much as possible. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And a couple of scriptures earlier, it says that the word of God is in your mouth. It's in our mouth. So if it's in our mouth, we must confess it. We must say it. We must continue to confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, that we are healed, that we are prosperous, that we are righteous. All of those things that we need to confess. And if you're not fully persuaded, this is the antidote to fully persuasion, to full persuasion. You must confess that you must continue to hear the word, not just from pastors, not just from preachers and, and ministers, from but the word of God yourself. The word of God, you need to continue to abide in it. And when you abide, confess it. Start to preach it to yourself. Start to speak it to yourself. And that will continue to plant seeds. It's the whole process of seed time and harvest. I love it. And once you do that, seeds plant and they begin to uproot into your life. And you'll start to see things flow. Guaranteed. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And you can only really utilize the amount of faith at which you confess. If you're not confessing, you won't see anything. If you're not confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart, nothing's going to happen. Jesus said, if you say to this mountain and do not doubt in your heart, you can have whatever you say. So if you're not saying anything, there's no faith building up in you. Mm -hmm. If you're not confessing with your mouth, nothing's going to happen. Now, there's instances where, where God heals people and God moves and God does things without us confessing, without us doing things. But there are instances, more instances than not, where the word alone has healed people and has set people free. And in Mark chapter 5, verse, 20, verse 21, this is the story of Jairus' daughter and the woman with the blood issue. And long story short, Jairus, Jairus, he had a, his daughter was was sick, and he came to Jesus and said, "My daughter lies at point of death. I pray that you come and lay your hands on her, that she might be healed, and she shall live." So Jairus was completely persuaded that the Lord, if he were to come and lay hands, she'd be healed. The fact is, he was fully persuaded. It didn't matter how it went about. He was fully persuaded. Thank you so much for listening to the Deep Rooted Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more from Matthew and Stephanie, subscribe to this podcast and visit our website at deeprootedministries.com. 
From there, you will be able to contact us directly, access our live Bible study archives, and so much more. You can also find out how to partner with us in sharing the gospel all across the world. Be blessed today, continue living in the victory, and remember that you are always welcome here in our family of faith.